0: He did that last week and you stepped on the ID part. It was funny. I know. <laughs> what a cl- uh, one minute past 5 o'clock. We are broadcasting live from the 7-Eleven in Ooh. Covina. That's right. 1481 West Howardback Avenue. The COT's right. out at full force. Cappy was in there with Big Wit ringing stuff
1: up. We got Slurpees. We got Bud Light, Jack. Th- thank you to Michael Funches, who brought me my Slurpee. Not to Tommy Lamb, who did not bring me my oh, Slurpee. Easy, yeah, easy, thank
2: you, man. Funch. And good job thank Funch. you to
3: DeAndre, who followed me throughout that entire 7-Eleven adventure. Apparently, that all played out on YouTube.
2: Yeah, you had it streaming live on the YouTube.
0: You want to be ready for game day? Be sure to make sure you got Bud Light and 7-Eleven uh, paraphernalia. Like, beautiful hot dogs. I'm down three. And By the way, this pizza. vitamin
1: water Slurpee. Yeah. Vitamin water? Delicious. delicious. Very delicious. Almost as delicious as what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Oh, I got brain freeze. Oh, You're no. supposed to put the thumb on the roof of your mouth.
0: That's what first Emily said. Yeah. It doesn't
1: work. Slewa put his thumb in my mouth
0: today on the show. I Nuh-huh. bet he did. he did. He did. He did? I didn't realize you had a pin. This is either. The love great Omar lady. Lopez brought <laughs> this for <to laughs> me. Wait
3: a second. What happened today? Slewa put his thumb in your mouth? Emily
0: said for brain freezes, because we we're talking about Sorpies. Yeah. Being You're out supposed to put your tongue to the roof of your no, mouth. No, she said she said
3: thumb. So Slewa put his thumb on the roof of my mouth. I was serene, it was clean. No, I, I don't have a problem with him putting his... Well, I, I guess I have the problem with it being Slee where that put his thumb in. Why? Your mouth. It's a clean thumb. It's not about the clean thumb. I just thought that our glizzy
1: moment... Oh, geez. I didn't realize... He that-
3: wanted his thumb in your mouth. Well, I just don't know <laughs> if I want
1: anybody else's thumb or not. By the way, Laura, You're Laura right. her, go, telling us we're wilding out when Rosie was on was the best part of the entire show. Oh, first my God, it was so hilarious. Like, it's like mom right. telling us to stop. Right. you right. and crazy today. I was like, <laughs> what
3: is happening over there? It's, it's mayhem crazy. here,
4: queen. Oh, I can tell. I'm not e- I am not. can't even see you guys, and I can tell. Well, you turn on
0: YouTube. YouTube.
2: I mean, there's a lot going on here. I, I, one less thing is fine. Okay. Uh, I, well, I'm we got one
0: more thing right now. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks,
2: Christopher. So today is World Mental Health Day, and this year's theme is Our Minds, Our Rights, which emphasizes the importance that mental health is a universal right, according to the WHO, and mental health, you know, it's a basic human right for all people. Everyone, whoever, and wherever they are has a right to the highest attainable standard of mental health. One in eight people live with a mental health condition, which impacts their physical and social health. So... With it being World Mental Health Day, if you need to talk to a therapist, if you need to talk to somebody, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing that. In nothing fact, wrong at all. It's what I do. It's oh, helped yeah. me tremendously. You can also go to Project it? Health Minds. Not
1: together, but separately. Yes.
2: com to uh, yes. Well, I mean, yeah. we might
1: be able to go to couples counseling.
2: Oh, one, yeah, we can write it off because a of cappy. Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh, for sure. You might need Seriously, it. Seriously, you, I could see you guys walking into the therapist. So, guys, what's what's going on? And Morales just starts, we work with a really bad guy. He's just a bad, bad guy. And then she says, or he says, tell me more. And then you start really going in.
1: How much money did you spend on couples therapy when you were married?
3: Oh, don't even ask.
1: Look at (laughs) Sedona slapping you right back.
3: I know he is. He is. (laughs) He he is. It's like when he says to me, so how much are you spending on lawyers now that you're four years divorced? How is that? How's that going for you?
1: But now it's not, right? No, there's more.
3: There's more. I, the, I gave Cappy. the
0: investigator some video. No. Because he was really mean to me one day. I said, okay, I'll take care of you, Jack. <laughs> I gave the PI some information.
4: Cappy, get a um, Latina to do the investigation. Trust. Oh, It'll be good. Oh,
0: yeah.
3: Sure.
4: Latina will find
0: stuff in your phone from nine years ago. You didn't even yeah. know it was still there.
4: Mm-hmm. By like,
0: oh, the remember? way, I feel so
3: horrible that I offered to get Georgia horchata, horchata. slur.
2: Sorry. Sorry. They don't make horchata slur. I
3: swear to God. You think th- I just made that up on the spot?
1: You did.
2: No, I swear to God, it was written right there for me. What right. a You have to go in there during a break and check it out.
1: I will. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. You're wearing your Pit Panthers shirt. Today. Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, I was wearing three layers. I was right. wearing my T-shirt. Right. Then I had on my hooded T-shirt yeah. for wit. Then I had on my sport coat for wit. But now, now hold you look on. like
1: you've been
0: using your NAD plus. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Really. With that shirt, producer yeah. Laura, let's get that Sunday Swagger music. You know the music I love so much. Because it's time for our Sunday Swagger unveiling. Sunday Swagger, the official golf polo of 710 ESPN. Cappy and I today are unveiling
1: the Venice polo. I'm just going to put this over my other Sunday Swagger. Let me see. Hold on. I like that green one, Cappy, that you got on. I like that. Oh, like Christopher's wearing the same one. And then Lindsay has a Halloween one, right? That's cool.
3: This is the Venice. Now, I hope everybody is watching on YouTube right now. Yeah. I love this one because it's the, it's got this cool green color, mm-hmm. but then down at the bottom, yeah. it's all like these neon pinks right. and the neon green and then oranges, mm-hmm. you know? How cool is that? It is cool. Beto's not actually. I like it. Beto's part of the Sunday Swagger.
0: He's not part of this one, though. Yeah, well, has got, got his, his crush Sunday polo. Swagger, bro. He's got his crush polo. Yeah.
3: Come on, Beto. Come be a model with me and Chris and Lindsay. Lindsay, what's Come the name on, of your model problem? it for us, Beto? Model it, Beto. Come on, baby. They want to see it. Show it to us, baby. Come on, Beto.
2: My Halloween.
0: It's just called Halloween. Halloween. That's so you could get called. those right now at Sundayswagger.com. Of course, Lindsay's got the Halloween one that I shared last week. I gotta get it. Cappy, we're gonna get those next week. Oh, these are these are hot. That Halloween. And by the way, Dead Meow from the community I know bought the Halloween one. Yeah. Sundayswagger.com. This Use woman th- here is very happy. It looks like she won something. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Use the code ESPNLA and you could win getting some cash off. On these polos.
3: So listen, it's every Tuesday during Lit here on Sedano and Cap, we unveil the Sunday Swagger Polo. And I encourage everybody to go to YouTube because we are models. It starts every Tuesday at four. You get to see the, all the freshest Sunday Swagger gear. Chris, how's that, uh, that four-way stretch fabric as you've put on one Sunday Swagger over another Sunday Swagger? I actually Sunday feel good
0: Swagger. with two Sundays. You could stretch this thing yeah. four ways. You can go this way. I can come over here and beat you over the head with a hot dog.
3: Where are you going? Well, I thought you were going to start dancing on Sedano. No, I'm not on him. No? You're going to come over to me and four-way stretch?
0: I might disconnect Oh, okay. So. Oh. Don't do it.
3: All right. All right. Uh, visit sundayswagger.com. Use our code ESPNLA for 15% off your order. Go on to Instagram, follow at Sunday Swagger, and download the Sunday Swagger app for even more exclusive offers and discounts. And God, we are hot. We are
4: hot. You
3: guys, you guys are good. Put- Thank you, Laura.
4: I'm, I that actually means a lot a- coming from Laura. I put the YouTube on, and I really like that green.
3: I know, but Laura, look I over like here. Yeah, look on pop. the side, though.
2: I know. Look on I'm the try- side. Is it flowers? Like it. What like is it. it? Is it, it, palm it flowers? Trees. Or palm, tree? palm trees. Palm trees. Is no. it a toucan? It looks good. You really want
0: there to be a toucan in that thing. I think is there is, is one right somewhere. there. I think there's a bird right there.
2: It is. The toucan. There's the a bird. bird right there. It <laughs> there.
0: is a toucan. Toucan Jack? <laughs> right, not Toucan Sam. This sure reminds me of the days when Sinana washed up on the shores of Miami.
3: Oh, dude. I know. This shirt, when you put this shirt on, you should hear the theme for Miami Vice. Or Scarface. Either or. Ooh. Or, like or you could have too, even just in the air tonight. Yeah. You know, yeah. with Phil Collins. You put this shirt on, you got that swag, Jack. Absolutely right. All right.
1: Back to you, shana Thank you guys. Yeah. This woman here won something. She was very excited. Yeah, what did girl. you win? What did you yeah, win, Oh, Juan Toscano Anderson signed uh, autograph. Shout nice. out for La Raza. There you go.
3: Uh her uh, name uh, is is it Tracy Hardimon? 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 She's not turning around. Yeah. No, it's not Tracy. Oh, you're Tracy. Good job, Cappy. Okay. Tracy yeah, was the you. first
2: winner. That's the, that, that's the one that, that Nathan sent me, That Nathan gave me. Okay. It was our first winner. I, so.
3: I am just like, honestly, they just give it to me and I read it. <laughs> you're like Ron Burgundy. Bergen- you are the real life Ron Burgundy. Right. They are going to yeah. give me a name, and it's going to be something that when you say the two names together, like <laughs> salami, yeah. I'm like, oh, really, yeah. salami? <laughs> really? Congratulations. Yes, sir. Nice to see you, man. How are you, sir? Nice to see you. Oh, Much sorry, love sir. to you, sir. My- Love yes, to you. Thank you. So much love. Oh, yes, yeah. Yes, mostly yes, Lindsey baseball. Mostly Lindsey. I get it. Mostly yeah. baseball.
1: Yeah. Um, so anyway, Cappy. Yes, sir. So USC, I'm watching. Um, I'm flying back from my game, and uh, I'm watching. Details.
3: Oh. Details. Remind us, you had Virginia and uh, William, William & and and Mary.
1: right? And Emily Hebel, yep. uh, producer of Travis & Sliwa, is a Virginia grad. And I f- I'd forgotten that for a moment, uh, at, well, uh, except she tweeted me during the game. And uh, and then realized in one of the breaks that she was uh, she was watching the game. So we were uh, – she was very upset at first. It turned out okay. I told her to relax. It was early. You know, college right. takes forever.
3: Plus, you're accustomed to seeing monster blowouts for the home team.
1: Right. And it didn't, wasn't a monster blowout, but right. it was a comfortable win. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm leaving Charlottesville. I'm driving Charlottesville to Richmond. It's about 75 minutes. Richmond flight to Charlotte. Charlotte to L.A. So Charlotte to L.A., I got full big-time, you know, Big plane, Wi-Fi capability, so I'm watching. What are we flying here? Uh, I don't know, like we, a 767 no, or something. Are we on JetBlue? Oh, American or? American. Charlotte. All right. It's a Charlotte hub. Okay. Sedano but class, you got TVs. Course. you got TVs everywhere. No, no. no. Yeah. American, they don't have TVs. Um, they have, you can stream it on your laptop. They have live TV okay. you can stream on your yep. laptop. Got it. Okay. Uh, or your iPad co- or whatever. You
0: know, We were looking at his contract yesterday. You see the Sedano clause in there. What does it say? You know what it says. He ain't going to the back of the plane, Jack.
3: No, that's where I'm at. So I'm in the last row <laughs> So by the window by the bathroom. So I've
1: got Lavatory. I've got oh, two I've got two devices. I've got my laptop and my phone. Oh, how nice. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm watching the game I'm watching two different games. Yeah. Okay? On my laptop and my phone. Mm-hmm. So, I've got this horrible ending to this Miami game against Georgia Tech yeah. where I literally we just I the the <laughs> the flight attendant comes by and I say I know I was drinking wine, but can you bring me some bourbon, please? (laughs) Um, so I switched to that.
3: I was by the way, I was so wishing that you were on that Miami Georgia Tech game. Oh my god, could you because I don't know how I would react. You and Orlando Franklin (laughs) a few weeks ago when you had Miami versus like Bethune Cookman. That's fifty four. Right. It was such a big blowout that it just turned into an infomercial for Mario Cristobal and for the University of Miami football program. I was like, if my boy Sedano was on the call I don't of this know Miami I Georgia Tech game, and Cristobal had sent him a cup of Cuban coffee, and and he makes that boneheaded play. How would my boy Sedano cover for his boy Cristobal? Well, I
1: immediately tweeted, "Inexcusable loss." Inexcusable. Inexcusable. There's no way around it. So then I'm, I get home, uh, or I'm heading home, right? And the, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm still. So that game's over, right? I I'm on the USC game now, right? So I'm watching USC, and I'm like, man. Arizona was winning. I was like, "This is a little tighter than I thought it was going to be." Like, you know,
3: you had to I, see it when it was seventeen nothing Arizona.
1: Right, and and I'm just like, right. I I, I saw that they were jumped up early, out early, but this was now the game was already close, much closer. It was a one possession game, and I'm sitting there going to myself, like, I think Arizona's not. They're not bad. They're not in USC's class. No.
3: Okay. They're, they're a bottom I, feeder I, of the I, conference. I
1: get they're going to play Notre Dame, right? And it was a classic look ahead situation. But you're at home, Jack. Right. Like, let me tell you something. Go ahead. Jed Fish is a nice coach. Yeah. And they're, again, they're building something there. Arizona's not going to be a bottom feeder forever. But that game, I, I was, you know, we've, 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 they've we've,
3: been a bottom feeder since the Desert Swarm defense of like <laughs> Teddy Bruschi 1994? of like nineteen. Yeah, yeah, right. No,
1: no, I don't think that long.
3: It's been a bad, but it's been a bad run for Arizona what football.
1: What I'm just saying, like, I, like, I'm watching this game and I'm thinking to myself, we have rightfully so, I think, been critical of USC's defense. On that night, I'm like, where's the offense in this game? Like, this this was really striking to me. Um, and I get it. They're kids. You know, you can have a bad night. But the talent disparity should not allow for that, um, The particularly because you have so many weapons on that team. But what I felt like was, to me, where I go to there, I go to coaching when you're not ready in that scenario. Much like I, I, I we talked about Mario Cristobal just now. you got to put that on coaching. I put USC's – grant, granted, it's a win – and you survived and advanced. But that game should not have been that close. That game shouldn't even have gone into overtime, in my opinion.
3: Well, I mean, they have a chance to kick the game-winning field goal at the end of regulation. And
1: wait, let's do this. Ready? Threw the ball on first down. Mm-hmm. Then uh, then they fumbled the snap mm-hmm. right after. Then they ran the ball. I'm like, what are you doing? Just kick the damn right. field
3: goal. And, and then
1: gets the field goal right.
3: blocked. Well, well, what happened was, first, remember, is they actually kicked the field goal And the kid made it. Oh, right. And they called timeout. Right, right, right. And then what happened is usually you think you're icing the kicker. Right. In this particular instance, you iced the snapper. Right. And the kid who's the snapper for USC snapped the ball almost over the holder's head. The guy has to jump up in the air. He's like, well, what do I do? So he goes to try and put the ball down. Kicker's like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? Believe me, I've been in that position. What do I do? What do I do? Just like
1: that. And then you're like, I guess I'm going to try and kick it. By that time, they're already all over you. It's over. Yeah. So it was really. They should have kicked it early. Yeah. They had the chance to ice the game, win the game. So, uh, so it's funny because I just witnessed what Mario Cristobal did, and then I'm watching Lincoln Riley, and I'm like, what are you doing? I, granted, you were playing when that was happening, but someone in your ear didn't tell you, yo, Miami, the way that thing ended, you yeah. probably don't, you don't want to do that. And you're kind of not doing the exact same thing, but doing something close enough where I'm like pulling my hair out watching this game.
3: They wound up be cu- getting very lucky in overtime because Arizona was able to match blow for blow. And then when Caleb had that two-point conversion, I still don't know how he got the ball over the oh goal my line. God. But then, I don't know what Arizona was doing. By pitching the ball out, running to the left, it was like the most... Like, ridiculous play. Guy's 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage. So I get in the car for the
1: overtimes, and I thought Pete Arbogast and Sean Cody did a fantastic job. I was on Pins and Needles listening to it. So, and like John Ireland said earlier, they should be on our station. But Yes, you know. one day. And we hung out with Cody all afternoon
0: yeah. at his pizza place. And you know yeah. who's Who bombed? One day we'll be on our station more. Maybe.
1: JT the Brick? JT the Brick. The voice of the Raider Nation? He's coming up next. All right, we'll talk to him and, next. And wait,
3: and Austin Jones, the running back from USC? Right. He's coming up later on this At 545? hour. 5.45? Yeah.
1: Action-packed show here from 7-Eleven in Covina on the corner of Arrow <laughs> Highway and Hollenbeck, West Hollenbeck. You were so
3: play-by-play there. That was so cool. Yeah, action-packed. Yeah. Can you
0: stop talking, Gabby, so we can finish it up?
1: Nah. Because we got to get JT on. Oh, the Brick? The Brick. Let's go. Next.
0: Teen in the Southland, taking pictures while doing this, I guess. Yeah, that's good, right? It's a masterclass live from the 7-Eleven in Covina, 1481 West Hollenbeck, Arrow Highway, in the city of Covina. Where's happy JT birthday. the Brick? Happy 69th birthday, David Lee Roth. Oh, wow. I
1: love David Lee Roth. Cappy's the one that likes Sammy Hagar more.
3: Well, I like David Lee Roth. It's just that in his later years, mm-hmm. he started to look exactly like Barry Manilow. And then when he couldn't remember the names of the, wor- of the songs and the words in the songs, I was like, yeah. But, like, I was at a, a Van Halen concert. He's like, Panama. And then he, like, forgot the next words. I was like, Dave, it's Panama. I mean, come on. By
0: the way, speaking of Sammy Hagar, the first bottle of tequila I ever had was from JT the Brick on my 21st birthday. The Sammy Hagar, him and Andrew gave me that. Andrew Ashwood, who we talk about a lot of. Cabo show, Wabo. Gave me the Cabo Wabo. And I believe JT the Brick is there.
1: And now you're a tequila mandala guy. Of Hello course. JT the Brick. Off fresh off of victory in Las Vegas.
6: <laughs> Brick, on a, have you on a lit Tuesday to Covina, 7-11 to Las Vegas, uh, Raider Nation unite an ugly, ugly, ugly win, but we'll take it as we're one game under 500. and I'm guaranteeing the win against the Patriots. So go to the window, Raider fans, and bet your life we're going to win that one. Brick? Corporate Greg
0: Bergman challenged me yesterday because because of you, I've been picking the Raiders nonstop. And he said, if the Raiders win tonight on Monday Night Football, will you be part of Raider Nation? Will you accept the silver and black into your life? And they won last night. And today, John Ireland and corporate Greg welcomed me into Raider Nation. But it's not official till the voice of the Raider Nation, the man behind the black hole, brings me in to Raider Nation.
6: Hi, Christopher Morales. Welcome you into the most notorious fan base in North American sports history. We welcome you to the Raider Nation.
1: That's it. It's, it's like, official it, it's now. It's like you've been blessed. Like you're baptized. I've been blessed into the Raider. <laughs>
0: just win, baby, yeah. as Mr. Davis used to say.
3: It's <laughs> all it took. GT, one win. Commitment it was, to excellence. Just one win. It was like if if they win tonight. I'm joining the Raider Nation. That's all it took.
1: Yeah, now all you got to do, JT, is then get him into that win club there in the end zone, and then he'll be good to go. No,
6: I want to be in well, the I, black
1: hole with JT. Hey,
6: guys, I went into the win club during the game. Marshawn Lynch, Charles Woodson, the Golden Knights, who are unveiling their Stanley Cup banner tonight. Let me tell you, that place I'm taking you in. It was about as off the hook as I've ever seen it as above us. Warren G. was performing at halftime. There, That's some L.A. connection. What a great night in Las Vegas for Monday Night Football.
3: Was was Marshawn Lynch drinking that um, Chevalier?
6: I'll tell you, Cap. Marshawn Lynch. I don't know how he's pulled this off. That guy gets to do whatever the hell he wants, whenever right. the hell he wants, wherever he wants to do it. That guy has got a VIP Vegas card like yes. I haven't seen. He has it in Seattle. He has it where he went to Cal in California. He, uh, he, he gets after it pretty good, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, he is. Uh, Marshawn Lynch
3: has been granted the same sort of celebrity immunity that Charles Barkley has. No matter <laughs> what he says, we love it. And by the way... Don't let the language fool you. That brother is smart. I'm talking business man, business. I love that. uh, He's having a good time uh, out here. I'll tell you about
6: the game last night, guys. Problem is Raiders offense is playing historically bad, and the Raider defense, which I didn't think was very good going into the season on the Mad Max Crosby, who had a big game, is their third best defense since 2003. So if Jimmy G and Devontae and Josh Jacobs and, and Hunter Renfro, if there's a sighting, can get this going, there'll be more to talk about in regards to the Raiders being more competitive but they scratched and clawed, and you know the Packers are not very good, and they got to Jordan Love with the game on the line. That Packer offense was uncomfortable to watch. They, they struggle on offense in Green Bay.
3: Yeah, and um, Jordan Love is like four or five games into his NFL career, but he's really like two seasons of sitting around and four. watching Aaron Rodgers. Four. Is it four? Yeah. And, I mean, at one point he threw a ball so directly to a Raider linebacker I don't know how he could not have seen that guy. Now, I'm not playing quarterback, and I don't, I don't really claim to have played quarterback in the NFL, but it just kind of looked rather obvious. You know which play I'm talking about, JT. Yeah,
6: that was Robert Spillane, who had two interceptions on the day. One was thrown right to him. The other was on a tip ball. Jordan Love really doesn't have much going for him. He can make plays outside the pocket, but their coach, LaFleur, is so conservative with him. Going from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love – is a really big pullback for that organization. But, man, do their fans travel. Oh, my God. Do oh, those yeah. fans travel at the level of the Cowboys, the level of the Steelers? You know, Raider fans travel well to particular spots. But Green Bay was in attendance, and they're the nicest people I've ever met. They, are, they say goodbye when they lose. They, they pat you on the back. Great fans who spent a lot of money in Las Vegas helping pay for that stadium for Mark Davis.
1: All right, so let me ask you this. So they got New England coming up, and then there's another winnable game. Who's the next game after that?
6: Uh, We have New England coming up, and then then get this at Chicago. I'll be in Chicago for that. And we got the Giants and the Jets, Detroit in between that. So what we're going to do here with Cappy, Cappy, I'm going to start with you. I'm just going to say win or loss. Here we go, Raider Nation, New England. Win. Okay, Raiders at Chicago. Win. win. Raiders at Detroit. Loss.
1: Loss. Uh, yeah. Giants and Jets. Those are win. Well, Jets maybe. No, no Giants for sure. Jets maybe.
6: All winnable I'll games. Go, I'll go yes and yes. And then as we look farther down the schedule, Denver at home. That's a win. Thank you. Maybe. Um, Raiders got a lot of wins on this schedule, guys. They have a chance. As Sean Hannity used to say, the thread the needle on an election night. (laughs) This team has an opportunity to sneak away six or seven, dare I say, easy victories, and then maybe have a puncher's chance in one or two games, like the Chargers on Thursday night football in Vegas. So this is the moment for the Raiders, guys. If they don't win the next three out of four, four out of five, they're in trouble. But if they do, we're going to have a lot of fun here on ESPN okay. 710. If,
1: if, if they don't, then uh, they need Caleb. That's what I'm saying. Like, at that point, go, go, go big or go home for Caleb. It's not
3: going to happen, dude. I'm telling you, New England. New England's going to get Caleb.
1: Let me tell you, uh, that, would, uh, that would be the only way to save Belichick's career at this point.
6: That team I'll tell you, George, one quick thing on that. and yeah. I, I, in My monologue today, my award-winning monologue from inside oh, the Raider the building winner. headquarters today, yeah. I berated the Raider Nation, berated the oh, yeah. gutless fans who jumped <laughs> off this ship. Now, it's a small percentage only on social media, just on Twitter, not on Instagram, who all week long says, oh, tank for Caleb, you're not going to win, fire the coach and all that. And they bailed on the team. And I came after him hard because you're either with your team or you're against your team. And when the season's in progress, you're with your team. And then in the offseason or when the season gets out of control, then you could be upset. But I'm disappointed, man. You don't jump ship in week five with the Raider Nation. You don't jump ship in week seven or eight. You stick it out and hope for the best coming up. You stick uh, with us in yeah, Raider Nation, yeah.
3: Cappy. You, you should apply the exact same rules of Raider Nation to your Dodger fandom. Don't jump off the ship right now. I am it on the
0: Dave
6: Roberts ship.
1: Cappy, I mean, JT, the Dodgers, they're done? What do you think?
6: In three, two, and one, the Dodgers are really done. The Dave Roberts. I've been making some bold predictions exclusively to you guys on a Lit Tuesday. I think they're going to come back. I got the Dodgers losing in six. I think they're in real trouble, guys, because Dave Roberts, the team gets tight around this manager during the postseason. They are on a cruise, a carnival cruise line. All you can drink, all you can eat, party in L.A. every night in the regular season. And when the pressure of the postseason comes around, they're just a different team. They're not as loose. I'm worried about the Dodgers.
0: It's a
3: final for the Dodgers. It is a final. Chris has jumped off the bandwagon
0: never on it. I've been a Dodgers fan since I was born, but not the Dave Roberts bandwagon. Because he's a gutless bum, JT. He's a gutless bum.
6: Well, you can't bring him back if he doesn't win. it. I'm not a big believer in firing managers and coaches that constantly get to the playoffs and win 100 games. That's typically not who I am. But, man, if, if they choke this one out and they can't get through this team in particular – There's big-time problems here, and Atlanta's having problems with Philadelphia. And you got Texas over the Orioles. Is that starting game three? This thing was set up like a red carpet for the Southland and the Dodger fans to easily cruise to a world championship title. And, man, the Dodgers make it really tough. JT, I'm getting my Jay
0: Schrader jersey ready for that Thursday (laughs) night against Cappy's gutless charge. You know what? Let's go do that.
6: Let's go that night. You guys got to come out here, man. You guys got to come out to Vegas. Do you think we can get on the black It's a four-and-a-half-hour car ride. So, last thing, how about the brick going from Coachella for Guns N' Roses, ACDC, in the second row, all the way back to Vegas for Monday Night Football, man. I'm rocking. I'm rolling. Raider Nation is winning Lit Tuesday. We're going for this thing.
0: Beautiful, baby.
6: I'm saying right now, there needs to be a Mandy Award this year for
3: Contributor of the Year. Thank you. So that JT can win. Yes. I'm Andy.
1: Yeah.
6: You tell everybody, I don't come out for the Mandys unless that nomination is strong. Corporate Greg knows I'm coming. I'll bring my own tequila. But I'm feeling good, man. Hey, Raider Nation, as I always say on Tuesdays, unite. Don't listen to the other people. Don't listen to the doubters. Stay behind this team. Their best football's in front of them with Jimmy G. <laughs> all right, JT. We'll talk to you next week. Woo! That's going to be you.
3: That's what you should be doing, Morales. See you, JT. You
1: should be hyping Jimmy G every week. I'm hyping the Raider Nation. Right. The whole thing. Be positive. I'm going to hype Radio Tinder, which is next.
5: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S A V E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S A V E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: Radio Tinder time. We like to play a TV theme or... Oh, yeah. How about the song that opened up the movie Boogie Nights, Cappy? Huh? Because on this day in 1997, this was on the big screen. Boogie Nights starring Marky Mark, premiered in theaters. And, of course, Cappy's favorite part is the end. You but know what, it. Uh, what an amazing movie, <laughs> Boogie Nights. A classic. <laughs> Radio Tinder time. You can follow her at Lindsay Baseball on Twitter or Instagram. Don't forget about our sponsor, Tequila Mandala. Oh, Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala, founded in the city of Downey, just like me. I think I'm actually heading over there tomorrow to pick up some tequila. Oh, so really? Craig and Kirk and Heidi and Beto, the whole grain. Are you going to get me a couple bottles? No, but you have your headset. You have the thing on wrong.
3: What do you mean? That doesn't matter. What do you mean it's on wrong?
0: The little thing is on the wrong side. What little thing? You've been moving the mouthpiece too much. Anyway, it doesn't matter at the moment, because it's time for Producer with you. Take it away, Producer with you.
2: Thanks, Christopher. All right, guys. So have you ever had yourself some bottomless mimosas? Because that's a thing for brunch. Yeah, and of course. And, you know, they're fun, but drinking Happy them wedding. until you barf is never a good idea, and no. it could literally cost you $50. Oh. That's the fee that some Bay Area restaurants are now charging for Sunday brunch diners who drink one too many mimosas and end up, you know, barfing. A sign posted at a popular Oakland brunch spot called Kitchen Story warns diners who indulge in their bottomless mimosas to drink responsibly and know your limits. Otherwise, a $50 cleaning fee will automatically be added to the tab of any patron who throws up in a public area of the restaurant. Have you ever vomited in public? Cappy, swipe left or swipe right. Um yeah, I've thrown up in public a couple times. Because of alcohol?
3: Um yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean it've been in bars no. and stuff and then like all of a sudden you like throw up in a garbage can and you're like, All right, I'm back you know?
1: Yeah. Now I, You would do that, right? But like, was back. it like in plain sight or like the garbage can? Like garbage cans are usually not in the middle yeah. of a place. You know No, what I, mean? I
3: kind of see myself like standing at a bar, like leaning on a bar, yeah, and like, going, oh my god, I think I'm gonna be sick. Whoa, uh, hold on.
1: Blah, you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm like I'm back. One time that happened to me, but it was like again, garbage cans are like tucked away on like the corners of a place. Mm-hmm. So you're discreet. Yeah, and it was more like, I don't know, like I just, I think it might have also been, it wasn't even that I drank that much. You has some dignity. Well, I also feel like whatever it was I ate didn't agree with me, and then I was drinking, and I'm like, ugh, this is like a terrible combination. So, uh, one time that's happened, the but the one time, I think I've told this story, one of my 35th birthday, I drank so much, I went to a restaurant where the owner, I knew the owner, he hooked us up with all sorts of like, uh, you know, we paid for a bunch of bottles of wine or whatever, like the group of us. But he kept bringing me like, like fancy scotch for my oh. birthday, like on the house. So what are you going to do? You're going to drink it, of course. Oh. I probably had like three scotches, like at least three glasses of wine. Then went to another place, had another couple of scotches. So I'm like eight deep at and this point. And no electrolytes point. at any point. None. <laughs> and then so and then I made we I we were this all like n- neighborhood places. So we were of, like I walked home with uh, my wife, and I went straight to the to the guest bathroom. And just like projectiled right into nice. the toilet.
3: Nice, And yeah. then you lay on the floor because the floor is cold
1: and it the feels good. The floor is great. No, yeah. but that's usually when I have like a stomach bug. Oh. I go with the laying on the floor. Yeah. But now that, good. It's because cold. at that point, I just wash my face, I brush my teeth, and I'm better. But like if I've got like a stomach thing where I'm throwing up constantly because it's just like uh, food poisoning, mm. that's when you do like the, the lay on the ground and like, ugh.
2: <laughs> is that what you do? Yeah. Okay. Like and flip like is the dead more fish. Like, oh god. Okay. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, but yeah. not in mimosas. <gasps>
1: I have been I used I went to a place in Santa Monica man a number of years ago where they were doing <laughs> bottomless mimosas and they'd bring you different juices to, to for the champagne. And I saw some lady like didn't even make it to the bathroom. So I drinks that? that
3: much in bottomless mimosas that they throw up in a brunch. You'd place. be surprised. Oh, really? Everybody saw their hands. My bad. I saw seen it. I I I've, I've seen it. My friend.
2: He would get to the point where he'd be like, "Mimosa, and hold the juice." My bad, y'all. Well, and here's the thing with the
1: champagne is that if you if you don't have great if they give you. Not the best champagne. Well, but also then that stuff will really make you sick.
3: The orange juice could give you a little acid reflux. acid you know. Well, that's very why your, your
0: Rachel only likes grapefruit juice. That's right. She I remember when she so scolded a little me. Pomegranate. She scolded me at brunch oh, when yeah. I. She right. didn't scold you. She Christopher, wanted, she wanted have, you ever,
2: have you ever bombed in public from drinking too much?
0: Oddly enough, no. What? And that's bad because that means it ain't coming out. Oh, no, no. <laughs> You're just holding it in. So now, I, Sometimes I wish I would uh, just get it out for a little bit. But I also load up on the electrolytes now. Yeah, I do that too now. Yeah. You got it. Definitely. What's next, Lindsay?
2: All right, so Will Farrell stole the show at Parent's Weekend at the U- at USC during a tailgate party ahead of Saturday's game against Arizona. Farrell is a USC grad and his eldest son Magnus is a sophomore at the school who welcomed dad taking center stage as DJ at his Sigma Alpha Mu fraternity party. Mu Mew. Mew. Mew Mew Mew. Same uh, alpha Mew. In video shared to social media, Farrell had a crowd of hundreds of college students dancing to Survivor's Eye of the Tiger and the rest of his DJ set. Mm-hmm. So this one is mainly just for you, Cap. Would you ever try to pull this off at your kid's school? Swipe left yeah. or swipe oh, right? Oh
3: hell yeah. Hell yeah. Just like Will Farrell Snoop A Loop, remember? Anybody what was the name of that movie? O- old old, school, old school. school. Old School. Yeah. Snoop! Snoop a loop.
0: We got you know? it. We got it.
3: Okay, well I just wanted to, you know. <laughs> going to give you a little bit more of it, a little more color to yeah. it, you know what I'm saying? Huh? Yes, 100%. Although, although this weekend I was at my daughter's school dad's weekend, right? Yeah, we saw that. And I'm at this like fraternity party and there's all these frat boys and they're like, "Yo, Mr. Kaplan, we got to get you to do this thing where they pick you up like a wheelbarrow." A keg stand. Yeah, a keg stand. Yeah. I'm not keg standing. That's not for me.
1: I mean, I feel like that's totally That
3: you. is not for me. I'm like, I'm not that keg does standing. Seem like with something all these, you do. You know, I didn't keg stand. Didn't keg stand, didn't do it. There were some dads that were doing it. I was like, you guys look like kind of like
1: goofballs. So I didn't do it. How I'm long- surprised that you didn't do it. Yeah, didn't that do felt it. like it was totally you. Yeah. You didn't keg stand when you were at Pitt? Never. Really? Huh. No keg standing. Mm. Oh. Was that not a
0: thing? No thing. Mm. How long before it's your dad's weekend with your daughter? How many years, you think? Oh, my God. I mean, 15? nearly. Like 10? No, 10? no, like 10. Do you think we'll still talk to or even know Cappy in 10 years when it's your dad's weekend and we're seeing Well, I told him I'd do this for 10 years, so maybe.
3: I doubt we'll all know each other in 10 years.
0: Yeah. I, I doubt I'll be here in 10 years.
3: But. Yeah, well that's why I was getting it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we continue with Radio T- Tinder. i will be
3: like, "Remember Chris, should I not say this but really quickly this weekend, so we were out partying, my daughter and I, and we're out drinking and um you know she she's like, "Let's go, dad. Let's go." I'm like, "Hey, why don't you pace yourself? Like let's take it easy, you know what I mean?" She don't she tells me she goes, "Listen, I got to go to the bathroom." She comes back, she goes, I just threw up. Let's go. Like, this is my daughter who's 21. She's like, I just, just threw like up. you. Let's go. I'm like, okay, let's keep you going. You mean she didn't say, I'm back. Yeah, she was
1: like, I'm good. Let's keep going. Oh. She rallied. She's a total rallier. Yeah. All right, what's the next, Lance?
2: All right, so more than 25 years after the finale of Seinfeld, it seems that it might be getting a second ending. When asked if he liked the ending of Seinfeld during a stand-up set on Saturday night, Jerry Seinfeld told a Boston audience that he has a little secret about the finale of the show. He said, something is going to happen that has to do with that ending. It just hasn't happened yet. Uh, He said, just what are you thinking about, Larry David? And I've also been thinking about it, so you'll see. Uh, do you think that they should redo the Seinfeld finale? Swipe left or swipe right, George?
6: Um, no.
1: I mean, it wasn't great, but it, I mean, it still did incredible records, even though it wasn't. Don't it, you agree? The finale was like the worst episode. It right? was. Yeah.
2: Right. What, what happened in the finale? I don't even they end up in remember. Like jail, it. Yeah, right?
0: It's the just, middle of the country. Right. Yeah.
1: Oh. It was kind of. That's all wow. anybody remembers.
3: that They went to jail. We have no yeah. idea why. I don't remember. It yeah. was. It was. They were I mean,
0: inconsiderate.
3: Why? Good Samaritan law? Yeah. Good Samaritan law? I don't remember. You You don't know the good Samaritan law
1: because you're not a good Samaritan? Bad guy. Bad guy. Right. (laughs) Bad guy law. Yeah. Look, redoing it, I don't know if that would change anything. I think it'd be funny if they did it like on like... A different show. You know what I mean? Like, like if they did like it on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I was just say, what if they did you're it on talking. Curb like right. that's that, up on the last I think if they season. did, like, an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where they come to Larry and, like, hey, we want to redo the last episode of Seinfeld yeah. and do it as a bit on the show, I think that would be or fun. Or
3: if they weaved it into each episode, how, like, that's what Larry's working on yeah. and Jerry's on the show right. and Elaine. Right, right, yes. And they have, can, they, can they bring back... Uh, Michael Richards, can they... I don't know. Is, is he still a little, canceled? That's a little that was tough, 25 probably. years ago.
0: But do, yeah, still, do you think that this is because he sees Frazier's getting a comeback? And now Jerry Seinfeld's like, and I want to prove that I was the king yeah. of Thursdays on I, NBC.
3: I was thinking it was because Larry David has become so famous that too. all these years after the fact that Jerry's like, I need, I need to do more.
2: Can't have Larry David show. be the
1: bigger star. Curb's I, a great show. Oh, Curb, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Great. All right.
1: What's next, Lynn? One more or no?
2: Uh, Yeah, we we can do one more. All right. So, flag football has been a sport targeted by the Olympic Games for some time, and it could be a part of the 2028 event in LA. The NFL is one of the major parties pushing for the inclusion as it looks to continue growing the game globally. And today, Tyreek Hill said. He wants to start recruiting guys, saying, calling all NFL guys he posted on Twitter, uh, let's bring one home. Do you guys think that they should let NFL players play flag football?
1: Absolutely not. Swipe left. Um, I heard they were having the same conversation. I I don't remember when they were doing it on Mason in Ireland when I was driving in, but they, uh, I, I don't. Uh, I remember specifically in Ireland brought this up, except he mentioned it was MTV Rock and Jock, and it was not. It was actually a Pro Bowl event yeah, where Robert Edwards on the, on the beach was playing yeah. flag football. He was a running back for the Patriots right. at the time, tore his knee up, yep. and was never Career the same. Over. Right. Played one more year with the Dolphins after that and was was never as good. And yeah, I, I wouldn't do it. It would just not doesn't make sense. So it's flag for football? For current NFL players to do it.
3: Yeah, that's it. Like, I would do it if they were, like, just recently retired, like yeah. guys fresh out of football. Then do it. But I... Yeah, I could. I would not want guys taking a risk, you know, when they're not playing NFL football.
2: Just because there's too much injury risk in football. Oh my football God! Yeah,
1: Especially flag non-contact injury yeah. like that. Yeah.
2: I thought it'd be cool, but you know, I guess you guys make. A well, good point. we'll ask
1: Austin Jones of USC, who's going to join us on the other side. We'll right ask on. him if he would, what he thinks about that idea. We'll have. Uh, Austin coming off fresh off a victory against Arizona. And we'll talk to him about the upcoming game against Notre Dame here in just a moment. We are here live in Covina, 7-Eleven on the corner of Arrow Highway and West Hollandeck. Yeah, Yeah. listen to this crowd in a 7-Eleven parking lot. Exactly, thanks to our friends at Bud White. Bud White, the perfect beer for NFL game day. Absolutely. All right, Austin Jones of USC next.
2: And Radio Tinder is brought to us by our oh, friends at, at tequila, tequila Mandala. Mandala. Always, Always
1: swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala.
0: Quarter before 6 o'clock in the Southland, live from the Seven Eleven in Covina, Sedano, and Cap. Look at this. We got a live FaceTime. Hey, what up? How you doing? What's going on, Jack? Hey, hey Nico, Nico. Nico's
2: out there. He's a postman delivering mail. Oh, for all beautiful! Of
0: us. Nice job, Nico. Keep,
2: keep it up. Thank Today you. Today is National Angel Food
0: time. Cake, and on this day in 1987, the number one hit, Cappy, White Snake, Tawny Kattain. Oh, yeah! I think I hit the post on that. I couldn't hear. I think I did though. Here I go again.
2: Who's the name of the Angels pitcher? She used to go Chuck, Chuck Finley? Finley. Chuck yeah. Finley. Yeah. yeah. Played for the Indians too.
0: Maybe the Dodgers should <laughs> call Chuck Finley for Game Three. Right? They're that desperate. And Mark Langston. Yeah. Why are you buzzing me, Laura? Have you seen the last two days? Listen, this is sensitive yeah, subject me. for me, okay? Just saying. What, an ERA of 40 in two innings? I'm just saying. It's not bad, is it?
3: Cappy could go out there and do better than that. Yeah, I could. No, he can't. Easily. Can. Well, at least put it this way. I could do just as bad. You can't do just, just as, as bad. bad right? <laughs> Maybe not better, but I can do equally as bad.
0: We are live at the 711-1481 West Hollenbeck Avenue in Covina. Cross Street, Arrow Highway. Come on out. We still got Slurpee deals. We got hot dog deals. We got pizza deals. We got giveaways. We got producer Lindsay Baseball in that 7 Eleven bucket hat.
2: Looking sharp. It's a great hat.
0: It is a great hat. My new
2: favorite bucket hat. I don't know hat. if you guys
0: know, but Lindsay loves bucket hats.
2: I do. And they had one ready for me here at 7 Eleven. So that's nice. With that a smile. Awesome. The
0: Funny Games Department. The COT is out. Omar Lopez, of course, one of the big Raider fans. And we're joined. Cappy, take it
1: away. Well, uh, by Aust- magic coming up.
3: Austin Jones, the running back, number six from USC, is on the line. Is that right, Lindsay Baseball? All right, beautiful.
1: Austin, thank you for joining us, man. Appreciate it. Congrats on the win.
3: Yes, sir, absolutely. I appreciate you. How's things going, man? Because uh I mean a lot of us were a little wait little, Wait, wait, little before, before we
1: get to the game. Yeah. We were just having a discussion, Austin. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you saw this on mm-hmm. Twitter, but Tyreek Hill posted that. Because flag football is going to become an Olympic sport, he wants guys to get together and go get that gold. Would you? Would you even consider doing something like that? Flag football in the Olympics?
4: Absolutely, I would. I mean, football is football at the end of the day. I love the game. Uh, it'd be a great opportunity to go out there and put on for the country. I, absolutely, I would. Yeah. See, I want a gold medal too, man.
3: Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to get it. <laughs> well, I thought you said you won a
1: gold medal. No, I want oh. one. Not I won yeah. one, I, I want say, one. was say, you wouldn't win a gold medal in anything. No, but I want yeah. one. No. I want
3: a gold oh, medal. Sure, I get
1: it. That'd be, that's a once-in-a-lifetime experience.
3: Yeah. So, Austin, I want to get back to this game, dude. You guys had us really worried. I mean, down 17 nothing, and then yeah. triple overtime? Yeah, just, yeah. Like, set the mood of the team based on how you see it.
4: Uh, I mean, I'd say there wasn't any flinch. There wasn't any fear, you know. We just had to just you know, get opportunity to get it rolling. I mean, the pick kind of set it up. Where we just had to kind of get some momentum going for us and continue to push. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, we weren't worried at all. It was just one of those slow starts that, you know, it going to come, you know, with a with a long season. it's definitely going to come with, you know, a couple of games throughout the season. But at the end of the day, we just wanted just to just get it rolling and, you know, get, get back to what we were used to doing.
1: Austin Jones, USC running back with us here on Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Uh, can you explain – in your best way possible, how fun it is to play in a Lincoln Riley offense.
4: Oh, I mean, it's the best. It's the best ever. You know, we get. I mean, we have a new, different game plan every single week. I don't even know how teams really game plan for us. Like we game plan for each team in a different way. And it's just fun. You know, he he's so creative in the way that he creates plays. You know, uh, it's just a it's, it's a different aspect that he brings to the game. Like we're not always going to go into the game with the same similar play, same thing. Like we always want to switch it up. Keep people guessing.
3: So, Austin, you started your college football career at Stanford and then transferred to SC. I'm just curious, like, what was going on at that time where you're like, you know what, I'm out of here, I'm going there.
4: Uh, I just wanted to try something new. You know, I was uh I was at Stanford for a little bit, and I just, you know, saw Lincoln Riley was coming over to SC, and I felt like it was a great opportunity to kind of, um you know, show off my talents in a different way. You know, he does a lot of stuff with. uh catching out the backfield with the running backs and stuff and different ways to get us the ball. So I felt like it was just another great opportunity for myself to kind of come over and take over.
3: I'm curious to know, like, when you say it like that, do you just, because I have no idea how this works, I desperately want to see the transfer portal, but no one will show it to me because I'm too old. But, like, do you go, hey, I want to go to SC, I'm entering the transfer portal, and that's where I'm going? Or, I mean, how does that actually work so that you get what you want?
4: No, I mean it's just a long process. You have an idea of where you want to go, but at the end of the day, you know you know, you enter the portal like anybody else and then you see what kind of teams uh you know, reach out or whatnot and then SC was one of those teams happily that they were one of those teams for me. So once I got the call from them, I was ready to go. I was I was
1: happy to get that call for sure. The the transfer portal sounds like, like Tinder, basically. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we do we do radio tinder. Right. Like you, you're you're a coach, you see a player's in there, you swipe left or you swipe right, yeah. right? Like is Austin, right? Does that sound right or no?
4: Uh, I mean, when you put it that way, it, it makes sense. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like that. You know, try to, to, to find a perfect match for yourself. So, absolutely.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're looking for love and football on the gridiron. You know what I'm saying? That's how it works. Um, so it. let me ask you this. Before we get, I want to get into the Notre Dame game with you, but let, let's talk about some of your teammates because I always like to you know in every locker room there's always a guy, and it, you know, I don't know if it's you or, or somebody, but somebody in that locker room keeps it loose, so loose that when guys are just like down or they're just tired, it's a long week of practice or whatever, like the one guy or guys that get in there and just lighten the mood in some way, shape, or form, who are those dudes on your squad
4: um i'd probably say it'd be me i guess like i'm just, you know i've always kind of been like an even keel type of person i always like to you know lighten the mood i don't really you know i love football and i take it serious but i i, I never make it higher than what it is so i'd probably be me honestly you know just kind of just keeping everybody even keeled just keeping the positive momentum going so i always like to well, crack yeah. jokes kind of just keep everything you know you know we're low-key
3: yeah, because I was checking out your uh, your Instagram, dude. Not that I'm stalking you or anything like that. It's Clearly, just that you're, you're doing that. You know, already. I mean, you're on Instagram, so I just thought I'd check it out. Yeah. So if your name is Austin Jones, I like the Instagram handle. Who rock with Aust? Yeah, you know what I'm saying like that sounds yeah. cool. Like I may change mine now. No, no you know you're too old for that. Bro. Who rock with Cap? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm, you
1: know what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. dude, you're yeah. 53 yeah. years old for sure. You, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> you, you're, I mean, a, you're a 53 year old father of four. You can't be doing who rocks with Cap.
3: All right, who came up with who rock with <laughs> Aust?
4: Uh, I did actually. I just randomly one day I was like, you know, I was gonna just throw this up here. I don't even know why even did that it was just like one day like i was going into like my first year of high school and i was like yeah i'm I'm gonna change my username i just changed it to that and i just you know roll with it and then everybody kind of just you know, stuck to it and stuff like that, and making t shirts and stuff. So it, it, it's pretty cool. <laughs> See,
3: awesome. I can have t shirts. Who rock with Cap?
1: There you go. You I, could do it. You love tell, selling t shirts. That's for sure. <laughs> so that actually works out well for you. Um, what about like Caleb? Like, I, Caleb, we all know Caleb's the Heisman Trophy winner. We all know that, you know, he's got uh, all the, the, the commercials and stuff, and he's the NIL stuff. He's the guy. Um, but what is he like as a dude? Like, I, it seems like to me he's very well grounded. Um, just a real Really, like, fun, cool, smart young man on top of being an, an exceptional athlete. What is he like?
4: Oh, I mean, I mean, he's one of the coolest dudes in the room. You, you wouldn't even know that, you know, he had all this stuff. Like, you know, dude wins a Heisman, he comes back the next day like it's nothing. Like, he doesn't even even mention it, you know. So, I mean, he's one of those dudes that's just, you know, he's a great player off the, uh, on the field. But off the field, I mean, he's just like another dude, you know, just kicking in, having fun, joking around. He's just one of the most even killed people for sure. See, if I were the quarterback, and
3: I had a huge NIL deal, and I had a Heisman Trophy, and I were the SC quarterback, yeah. and I had a really cool apartment and a great car and everything, I'd always have the players at my house all the time. Right. You know, everybody come enjoy this. <laughs> Are, is it like that?
4: Yeah, I mean, for, like, like big games, like, you know, uh, like we, the NBA Finals, we watch the NBA Finals at his crib. For like, any kind of, like, big games and stuff, like, he'll invite us over, get some wings, and, we'll, yeah, we'll all kick it for sure.
3: Well, there's a big game coming up this weekend and, you know, you guys are coming off a very close win and Notre Dame is coming off a really, really bad loss. So, you're watching them on film all week. What do you see with Notre Dame?
4: I mean, they're, they're a great team. You know, they're going to play hard. they always been a, you know, a tough outfit. So, uh, I mean, we're just going to come out here and just do our thing. You know, run the ball well, pass the ball well. I mean, we just got to just, you know, stay on time and be consistent with what we have going on. You know, they're, they're definitely a really good team. Um... I don't think their record defines how good of a team that they are, but they're a really good team. we got to come up and show up and show out.
1: Have you played there in South Bend before? I would imagine so because you played at Stanford NSC now. like, Have you played over there, though?
4: What's funny is I actually it skipped over me, so the COVID year happened. So we played them my freshman year at Stanford, and then COVID year, so we didn't play them. And then my junior year, we played them at home again. So this will be actually my first time going to South Bend.
1: Oh, okay. Well, just let me tell you that that place is not the friendliest confines in the world. So, not that you guys aren't used to that. I'm just saying that that place can get a little, a little crazy, is crazy no, Well,
3: that and the visitor's locker room is It's cramped. the tiniest
1: thing right. you've ever seen in your entire life.
3: Visitor's locker room was made for a team of, like, 22 guys
1: in the 20s. Yeah, yeah. You know? They haven't updated it, yeah. I'm just telling you that. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's something that we're always used to. You know, everybody tries to show and play hard against us. No one really likes us, so is something that we always used to when we're going into a tough environment, for sure.
1: Well, Austin Jones, USC running back, hanging out with us here on Sedano and Cap here on 710 ESPN. Hey, man, stay healthy, get a win this weekend, and keep it rolling, and we'll hopefully have you back before uh, you guys are on the way to winning a conference title and hopefully a, a, a college football playoff championship as well. But thank you for joining us, man.
4: Yeah, we're going to rock with Austin. There you go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yes,
1: sir. All right, there he is. Austin Jones, USC with us here.
4: Appreciate you, dog.
1: Yeah. You're going to change your handle now? You should, Cappy. Who
0: rock with Cap? <laughs> Who rock with Cap? Who rock with Cap? <laughs> oh, geez. You rock all I- night, no? Oh. oh, oh, hell, yeah. oh. Hey. hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come on. By the way, Cappy, where are you watching USC Notre Dame Saturday? Come down to Travis's crib. He's having a little birthday. Uh, he, he owes me a birthday thing.
3: Yeah, but I wasn't invited.
0: Well, I just invited you.
3: No, I feel like Travis, you need Travis needs to invite, needs invite me. To invite you. Well, he doesn't like you. No, it's not that he doesn't like me. He remembers you from the old, those old San Diego days, the old Rome days.
1: Yeah, maybe we'll talk about it more in a few minutes. All right. Yeah, All I right. unfortunately would not be able to make it to Travis's because I'll be doing. Uh, the Idaho Vandals and uh, Montana Grizzly this weekend. Oh, beautiful on ESPN two. So when you're the done, when deuce. you're done, when you're done watching USC Notre Dame, we're going to be the only game on at seven thirty. Oh, really? I can't wait because yeah. I'll, I'll stick it in Travis's face. Look at Sedona. Look at the great play by play. We're going to be the only game on in that window. Really? Uh, yeah. The only there's only all the other games start earlier than us. What so, time is your game kicking off? Uh, seven thirty Pacific. Okay, got yeah. it. So we're gonna, on ESPN two. We're going to be doing. It's a big power. Matchup in the FCS level, Idaho and uh, Montana. Big rivals, three versus 10. Anyway, so I got to travel there, as you know, Captain.